Well, this week's episode concept is called Just Because You Can Catch a Wave Doesn't Mean You Should Catch That Wave It was a bit too long, so we boiled it down to what's currently scrolling across your screen. Basically, this week on KookCast, we're giving you three reasons why you shouldn't catch waves. That's right, three reasons you should not catch a wave. Sound crazy? Then maybe you're exactly the person who needs to hear this. Uh, so this is one of those ones that comes to you in the middle of uh, a session with a student, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it does. That this one just popped in my mind, and, and uh, you know, there was just there was like a ton of waves to catch that day. There's a ton of people around, and and you know, we're always trying to uphold this this etiquette thing and, and kind of live by example and and be that be the change in the lineup of even though. Even though we can, it doesn't mean we always should, you know, just turn around and catch a wave. So that's that was that was the name of this this one that came to me while I was in the lineup the other day. Absolutely. And that it, it totally is something I learned from you in terms of like our teaching. You know, I have I've said it before on this on this uh, show that I'm such an eager surfer you know like anxious even it's just the new yorker in me it's the new york surfer in me you know just like oh you never know when the wind's gonna turn on shore you don't know when it's gonna be over so like go 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 catch as much as you can and being around you and teaching around you at the same time really showed me like all right calm down you know like you don't have to catch every wave (laughs) right right okay so let's get into this list you know we're we're keeping it simple for you peeps we're just start out safety wise you know we, we do we this is really how we teach you know it's like before you commit to a wave you need to start having this this radar on mentality where you're actually using your senses you're using your eyes and your ears and and you know that that feeling of when somebody's a little too close you know go with your gut and don't go on a wave if somebody's in i i wrote down in your kill zone which is what we (laughs) what we sometimes talk about with your nine foot board and your nine foot leash you got about 20 feet of of a zone of a circle around you that can be really you know devastating to another surfer so that's where that's where you have to go with your gut and and pull back or not go and learn how to stop your surfboard um before you go on a wave i've uh i've been saying um you know if when it when i've been on the the receiving end of the (laughs) <laughs> the kill zone I've just my new thing to say is like man if you're in your car and someone's in the street you wouldn't keep going right like you press the brakes so right. do the same thing here you know like when there's something in your way stop and I don't know I think it's it's probably stemming from something similar that I just mentioned about myself like that eagerness to get a wave mm-hmm. and I think some people don't feel like they get the chance that often you know, right. like so when they do feel that they're in the spot for a wave, even if it's a little close with somebody on the inside, they're like, oh, I'm just going to risk it. But really, you got to ask yourself, like, what's the cost? Because what if you're wrong? What if it is too close? What if it's too tight? Well, first of all, you're not going to ride that wave if you're running somebody over at the same time. <laughs> you're going right. to fall. Right. So you don't get to ride the wave. And then how horrible you'd feel, how kooky you'd feel, how like how ridiculous it'd be in retrospect to think, huh, I took a chance with someone's health and life 
because I wanted to ride a wave right now, you know, and it's just, it, it becomes, it, it becomes very easy to measure how unworthy that risk is after the fact. So don't let it be after the fact. <laughs> right, right. Well, hey, there's a, there's actually a episode that I did with Uncle Chris where um, this is definitely the case here, you know, like, like my, my mindset was, I'm teaching uncle a lesson right here and now, like don't run for the shoulder cause you're not gonna beat me on an 11 foot glider and it's gonna get really close and I wanted like basically to spook him or make him feel like, oh my gosh, like what? I don't know which way to, to paddle when there's a surfer outside of me. But you know, in hindsight, looking back, I was like, oh my God, that was just like such the wrong move and and so dangerous like my my i ran the highest fastest line as i possibly could and he at the very last minute stopped paddling and kind of like pulled you know pulled back a tiny bit but my fin raked across the deck of his board it blew the fin box through the deck of the board you know it was devastating on the board it took the board out of commission for however long that took to you know to get to the real a real ding repair smith and uh and it really did put it put him in harm's way you know and i love my uncle i don't want to i don't want to <laughs> smash him in the head and you know give him brain damage or something crazy like that and it very well could have happened the two big boards going very fast and and you know even even when it's tiny we see really bad injuries happen so you know definitely err on the side of safety and like coach was saying like yield you know <laughs> yield right. to people like it's it's not worth it right i like your next point on just because you should doesn't mean or just because you could doesn't mean you should uh is an etiquette thing you know like yeah you probably can catch a million waves as you start cracking the code and figuring it out you know your paddling technique timing and position all start becoming on point you start unlocking a new level of surfing where you can catch any wave and that's a quick way to someone's shit list you know someone's yeah. gonna be really upset with you when you become the guy that just starts taking everything off the table in terms of waves available yeah. Um, and, and we all have encountered that person, you know, we've all encountered the, the gets too many waves person and not, you know, and I think there's a way to get your, if you're an eager surfer, I've figured it out is just like catch shitty inside waves that nobody's even looking at. Right. <laughs> but if you're one of those surfers that keeps on rounding the table and coming back to this front of the line, every time you get a wave, you're going to be in trouble with somebody at some yeah. point or another. Yeah, that's that etiquette thing. And that's definitely been me in my younger years. Like when I did crack the code and I was I was a strong paddler and I could get in on the shoulder. Uh, there was often times where I would shoulder hop a wave and even just get a little section of the wave and then kick out and be like, oh yeah, I didn't wreck that person's wave or I didn't really burn them or whatever. But it's it's just so not cool, you know? Like it's it's just so much more rewarding to wait and actually do the work to get to the peak and take off in the you know the more critical part of the wave and get get a full ride that you actually earned you know earned your position and all that kind of stuff and and again this is we we want our listeners to be this type of person who has this etiquette in mind and who who wants to be like upholding this tradition of how how you know the, the sacredness of surfing and that it's not just like go out there and get your own 
type of mentality. It's it's a community type of thing. It's a culture. It's a sharing of the ocean type of feeling instead of just that mine, mine, mine uh, mentality. Mm, mm, yeah, truly. Um, and you know, one one quick aside I want to get to is what is a shoulder hopper? Because I have in my head what I think it means. But I'm not exactly sure, you know, so what I think it means, and you tell me, Coach, where, where it lands with you, but a shoulder hopper is somebody who is like kind of basically, because it, it I think a lot of people, and not wrongfully so, get waves on the shoulder, you know? But when it becomes a shoulder hopper with that, you know, negative connotation is when they're doing it to somebody who's on the peak. Yeah. You know, so somebody's on the peak and you're on the shoulder and you just fight a little extra hard to get that wave off the shoulder. Kind of whether you I don't think it even describes whether you keep riding or kick out right away. It's just the fact that you're jumping on that. You're hopping on that wave off the on the shoulder. Yeah, you shouldn't you should not be doing that. You Mm. should you should be giving. We always talk about just give them the space and give them the opportunity to make the most out of that wave. Um, you know, it, it throws off your concentration when somebody's scratching on the shoulder, even if they do get into the wave and they still stay way out on the open face. Basically, the only time when it's okay is if it's your friend on the peak and says and screams to you, go, 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 you know, or like party wave, you know, and then it's like, all right, I am going to pop in on the shoulder and then just launch right into my cutback and let my other friend go, you know, crisscrossing through and and very few people are, you know, of of the skill level to be doing that, especially in any sort of crowd, you know, just got it. OK, so now is it still a shoulder hopper? If there isn't somebody on the peak, like is a shoulder hopper somebody who's getting on the wave on the shoulder, regardless if somebody's on the wave or not? Or no, is it... not really. No, I, I would say that's just you know that's just your level of of competency or level of um, comfort with with getting close to the peak. You know, there's mm. most of us, you know, novice and beginner surfers are gonna gravitate towards the safer, easier less steep section of the wave at first thinking that it's going to be easier but as 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 we coach it's like all right you you know a lot of the reason why you guys are struggling so hard to catch waves is because your your mental mindset is oh run for the shoulder that's the safer Mm -hmm. spot but it in in hindsight we know that it actually makes catching the wave so much harder so yeah, that's that's my take on it as far as, right, right. you know, shoulder hopper or somebody who gravitates to dropping in on the shoulder of waves. Mm-hmm. And then that kind of flows right into the, the next point, I guess, of, of just wave choice. You know, like it is possible, especially we know this from the the really um, head down drive as hard as they can surfers you know uh, or paddlers i should say that do catch waves that really a probably a better surfer wouldn't catch not because they couldn't because they chose not to you know and that just speaks right to the title like it's not that they can't it's just like you don't you know it's not worth it just because you yeah, you're not in a great you're not in a great position for the wave. You're you right, know, right. sometimes you just you didn't time it right or you didn't get going soon enough or any of these things that happen when you're setting up a wave. Um, 
it didn't all come together and instead of forcing it you're you just accept defeat and you turn around and you go back you know and and go position yourself better for for the next time around right and i also even feel like you know at time this happens a lot i you know i feel like i'm speaking from experience as an east coast surfer and we we're surfing windswell a lot so what what i encounter a lot is that you do think that there's a peak and i would agree with that person that there's a peak coming your way so you you're setting it up and you're turning and timing everything's on point but for some reason or another you know windswell just has that quality of kind of disappearing on you at times you know mm -hmm. like a certain peak just kind of falls back into the ocean as if it hit a deep spot or something but the difference between you know somebody who who recognizes that or doesn't is what this again title speaks to is just because you can catch it if you give it all your might doesn't mean you should like that wave is not a good wave right it, it changed from being this peaky little wedge that you thought was going to be a little chip shot in to being something that really wasn't but instead of recognizing that change in the wave, you just kept like beasting your way into it. And, and a lot of times we've seen this, like a, a student who's really gotten, you know, their paddling technique down, but not their sensitivities to a good or bad wave. <laughs> there's right. that distinction, um, you know, muscles their way into it. And then, of course, they get it and there's nothing there for them once they stand up. And um, then, and then that's like my, my last point is like I, you know, I've I've worked with Uncle Chris, talked to Uncle Chris about this, Uncle Freestyle, because like I'll see a set coming in, and then I'll see him jamming to the inside to snag this little inside wave, and we're just out at Long Miss, and there's nobody else there. I'm like, what is he doing? You know, <laughs> and that's just that he has that mentality, just like get get it while you can or get you know don't let any waves pass you by that are catchable um but it's 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 now you know starting to train yourself this whole wave choice thing you know like wait for better waves you know i i heard that on i think it was the surf mastery podcast but it was just like basically on, only go for good waves like there's there's good and there's bad waves and and we always talk about like sniffing it out and and checking them out and if again it's like some alarm should go off on your head if you're starting to like really scratch and and be desperate to catch a wave it's kind of like that's mm -hmm. that's the sign right there it's not it's not a good one for you it's it might it might be an okay wave but it's not a good one for you and, yeah, it, and right. it might very well put you just in the worst position for the rest of the set that's coming. Right, right, right. Just the recognition. It's, it's, I, I call it a mature quality of a surfer, you know, to recognize when it's not a good wave for you, you know, yeah. and to not keep paddling. And I think that's a big difference you see in those mature, experienced surfers. You know, maturity comes from experience, right? So, what you see in an experienced mature surfer is that they hardly ever work very hard to get a wave not because they couldn't they fully could get more waves if they tried harder but they don't you know and they they're choosing through a discernment through that they've developed that it's just not worth it you know and and a, a good wave catches you you know there's one we recorded i think that'll probably get released later in time compared with this episode but just you know that that's something you need to develop and and if you know about it if you're um aware of that concept that you know this whole this whole episode theme of whether you should or shouldn't catch a wave and irregardless if you can 
is it, it, if you know that concept exists, I think you'll develop it sooner. You know, the maturity and the experience uh, of being a, a better wave selector and not going on waves, whether it's an eight, a safety or etiquette reason or just you're not well positioned for it. Absolutely, that's the point of this podcast. Just we're, we're just throwing seeds out there. We're just planting seeds for you guys. So, you know, so these things can develop just as long as they're on the radar. Uh, and, and you're thinking about them, they'll they'll kind of naturally start to to grow and and to and you'll and you'll continue to prosper as a surfer with with these little tricks of the trade that that we've come to you know use and and employ on on pretty much every surf. Yeah, I appreciate you bringing that theme to the table, Coach. That was a good one. Right on. All right, peeps. Thanks for tuning in. Check you soon. You. You.